Well, it's Monday. The twenty second. And there's a lot to talk about. Beautiful day here. Philly, that is. Don't know where every, you know, what the weather is on the other side, but hopefully you're enjoying your day. Or your night. And uh, let's see. I was busy today. I wrote a few letters out pertaining to my business, my podcasting. I was actually reading that there was a talent agent that 2020, they launched a podcasting production company. So, what works for some may not work for others. Now, last night, I was Googling um, the richest real estate moguls or mogul uh, in America. Some of them inherited the the real estate business. Others started from scratch, which can happen, actually. Just know how to to do real estate. Is real estate a lucrative industry? Well, I'll tell you this right now. The house across the street from me has been 50 days on the market. So you go figure. Um, when one company bought it out, you know, bought the the uh, the property, they renovated, and then they first wanted to rent out the house, two thousand a month. Then a month later, they decide to. Scratch that. Then they were selling the house for what three thirty. Then they lowered the price, and now it's still in the market. They don't. This company, the real estate company, doesn't know whether they're coming or going. One house down the street from me, I guess it was 30 days, 40 days on the market. And let me see. I got my laptop. I'm not going to tell you the address, but I will tell you the... Let me see. Here it is. I'm not saying what the address is, but I'll tell you this. The price dropped 10,001 actually on January, March, 
on April the 25th, uh, 289.9. Not saying it's a beautiful house because, you know. And then they have 2.5% buyer's agency fee which means the amount typically a percentage of the purchase price paid by the seller's brokerage to the buyer's brokerage, the listing broker's offer of compensation is made only to participants of the MLS where the listing is filed. So it's been on the market for 49 days on Zillow. 798 views, 53 saves. And it says, you know, whom the listing agent is listed by, and it's the listing agent and the company that she works for. Then it tells you, I know it. Okay, here it is. So I'm going to go from, Uh, let me see. Okay. It was sold in 2006 for 315000 Then last year, in, excuse me, in 2007, it was sold for 65000 I Then in 2022, it was listed for sale for 179000 This is the, the house across the street from me. Then, um, about what? 12 days later, on the 2022, it was pending sale. Then, the the month after that, it was sold for 170000 So, they actually lost whomever it was. Then, in November, of 19, November 19, 2022, it was listed... For sale for three hundred twenty nine thousand. Then the price changed about two uh, a few weeks uh, ago in twenty twenty two. It listed for sale. Price change and it, they jacked it up three fifty. Then about twenty three days later, twenty twenty two. The price changed to three twenty nine nine hundred. Then the price changed again to they knocked off nine hundred dollars. Then the the listing was removed. Now we're going to twenty twenty three. In February twenty seven, twenty twenty three, the listing removed. Then in March, March yeah, twenty 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 three, they listed it for rent for almost two thousand dollars a month. Then they removed that two days later. Then they listed for sale in March, January, March, in April to 300000 Then the price changed, uh, let me see, 22 days later to 289900 and it's and it, it stands at that price. Because the real estate people don't know what they're doing. Simple as that. They have no clue of what they're doing. Uh, 
Let me see now. I think. Let me see. Okay. Now this one, 290, it's selling for. Pending, I should say. This home has a pending offer. It's down the street from me. And it's been on the market for 52 days on Zillow. Not many people viewed it. 67 people viewed it. And one saved. And there was a bunch of people that listed by the real estate person, the the company she works for, and then a co-listing person and the company that she works for. And let's see. So... In 2014, it was sold for $70,000. Um, a few months later, it was listed for sale for 240000 Then, a month later after that, in 2014, the price changed to 229900 Then, two months later, it was sold for 218000 So they lost money. Then, now, fast forward to 2023, and it was on sale for 290000 Then, um, not that long ago, actually, in January, March, in April, contingent, meaning that the, the seller had to do something. And now it's pending sale. 14 days later, it's pending sale for 290000 So, So you go figure if real estate is a lucrative business. Now, I was talking about the side hustle job. Here's where I was looking at. Okay. So he's 28 years old, and he built a side hustle, a vending machine, that brings in $30,000 a month. So if you... Let me see. I'm not good at math on the top of my head. Sorry. (laughs) So $30,000 a month. That's net, by the way, not gross. So he's bringing in, I'd say, let me see here, $360,000 a year. And he only works, what, six hours a week. Well, okay, six hours a week and not a day, a week. So he's working... There's five days out of the week, one hour and a half a week, a a day he works. And this is in 2022 on my birthday. I'm coughing because this Sharpie pen, uh, the Sharpie marker, you know. So he, now in this picture, he has 
wads of cash and the vending machine that he uh, you know is in front of maybe and he has 57 vending machines so in june so in june and july not or and this guy purchased two ven- two machines for $5000 so it was 2500 each and as he says, things were slow at first, but he was hopeful. So now he has 57 vending machines scattered across his hometown and bringing an average of 30000 a month. But what he, and over the last two years, he spent $160,000 on machines. He doesn't say buying them. He just says he spends $160,000 on machines. So, um, But he has a positive cash flow and no debt. Could be. And he only works six hours a week. Well, and he also has an online coaching business. So, and he's trying to land a new machine location. Now, his step is similar to the other guy's step. Find a location. Um, let's see, his second location, uh, his first location, and he's telling the truth. His first location was... Uh, at uh, his friend's dad, who owned a mechanic shop, ten people were employed there, and he earned one hundred eighty-one dollars worth of uh, one hundred eighty-one dollars during the first three months. So he sold one hundred eighty-one dollars of products during the first three months. Um. So. Yeah. Okay. Then his second location was at an apartment building. And he sold more than that. He sold $1,200 of products in the, in the first month. So you, you get the feeling of that place plus probably this one. I wouldn't, well, cold calling, I would write rather than call somebody. You know, tell them who you are, why you're writing to them. Then you buy the machine, the vending machine. And he said he bought his first vending machine on Craigslist for $1,000. And um, then, I mean, it does, they do tell you where you can buy your vending machine. But the thing is, are you... you have to take a chance, point blank and simple. You got to take that chance. And he says it straight up. He sold, let's say, $200 uh, from his, in the first three months. So I'm guessing either with 10 employees, who knows, you know, then... And then apartment building, his uh, salary jacked up real good. Then, um, let me see. 
Yeah, for the first time, vendors like us uh, get it like a, uh, he says, getting a, a stacker drink machine. You don't have to buy, you know, variate, variation, Coca-Cola, you know, this and that, which is good. And then buy a, a, a food machine, you know, a snack machine. So you got two machines. And then you buy a credit card reader. And it tells you what to, to, to you know. They can cost up to $400. So, credit card, I'm writing this down, actually. So, it's not like I'm going silent. So, you, uh, both of them, you buy a credit card reader. Then you pay someone to move the machine to your location. You pay them 100 to $150 each, you know, it's worth it. And he's right. It is worth it. They all do that. You know, he's telling you up front. Um, then you buy the your food at a wholesale store. Now, he says that he has a 2,000 square foot warehouse where Pepsi and wholesale suppliers deliver the products that he has two part-time employees used to stock our his machines. Damn. Well, where are you going to... It doesn't really make sense that you bought... Um, I would just, like, get the vending machine and drive it directly to the person, but okay. So, now... Here's where I was telling you, depending on the product mix, he says it costs anywhere from two fifty to a thousand dollars to fill a machine, and his first machine costed him two fifty to stock and then um let's see profit margin, okay. And some people can make a break. And that's it. Let's see. Anything else? Nope. Now, how about this other guy? Let me see. I'm trying to see. Here it is. I'll get the hang of this. Okay. Good music. And the second guy, he's 30 years old. 
and he turned a, a side hustle into a 300000 a year vending machine business. Uh, he says he only works four hours a week. But, so he works an hour a day. An, yeah, an hour a day. Just like working 20 hours a week, you're working five hours a day. Can't mock it unless you try it. So... He was, this is the guy that worked a 17, uh, $17 an hour job. Yeah, 17 hour. <laughs> I said it right the first time. Managerial job. He he was a producer, music producer. That didn't go good. Then he uh, was, my goal, his goal was to save up enough money to purchase a rental property that can generate passive income. I'd do this. I'd call a real estate agent, tell them who my who I am, what I just bought, and if they can manage it and collect the, the rent for me. And that's it. You give him they tell you how much they charge, poof. So he bought his now he had a, a vending machine business which in the first year of that year in 2018 generated him $5,000 that first year so let's see which I can believe man that first year so generated $180 maybe yeah $100 a week so it brought him $400 a month that's probably net now he says he has 21 vending machines throughout Baltimore, Philadelphia, Detroit, and Washington, D.C. And where I got New York from was beyond me, but. And he's, um, and now at the end of 2022, he says he's on track to generate half a million in sales. Well, unless you buy more vending machines, Yeah. And he saved up $10,000, which is good. And startup cost was around 4000 You know, snack machine, a beverage machine, two credit card readers, uh, food and drink products and delivery fees. Yeah, that, that could cost. And then... You know, he tells you exactly you can buy a used machine. You have a technician who who knows about the vending machines to find out, you know, you take some of the old parts out, put new parts in. Oh, yeah. Let me see who anything interesting. Oh, the Vegas odds. So let me see the Vegas odds for basketball. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Hmm. 
So the Vegas odds for the NBA, the Nuggets and the Lakers. I. <laughs> That's what I was looking for. The money line. Plus 140 for the Vegas odds. 142. No shit. I guess this is FanDuel. That's why. All right. Uh, let me see. Bet MGM. Um... Let me see who else. Points of oh, p- pointsbet.com. No, it's up here. My, uh, this is what I'm looking for. Plus one. Th- they're all the same then. They're all the same. 138. Plus 138 for the, the Nuggets. Because they're the favorites to win. And then tomorrow is the Celtics and the Heat. Bet Rivers has them. Hmm. Plus 1.5. Oh, these are the Vegas odds. Okay, so if you go to PA Bet Rivers Casino, you'll get, let me see. The sports book and the NBA. Now I'm looking for the Heat. Boston plus 800 tomorrow. I'm not sure if I'm reading it right. I'm sure I'm reading it wrong. We'll find out. Oh, that's why. The series. Who's gonna that's how you do it. Winning the series, maybe. Other than that, for just the game itself or the nineteenth. So And people do make a living betting on sports. Don't get me wrong. They just know they just have to know what they're doing. Let me see anything, anything, anything? No. So So anyway. So is real estate a good lucrative business? Like I said, you got to figure that out yourself. Because I can, I was actually reading a, whatchamacallit, I'll say his name, Chris Chico. He does real estate, but he does virtual wholesaling. And he uses a few real estate technology. 
and he what may earn fifteen thousand dollars, but he eighty percent goes to whom helped him make the the real estate deal happen. So don't let that fool you that all that goes to him. It doesn't. And um, let me see. I can watch the whole thing. Fast forward it if I can. And uh, see, you know, how he does it. And he goes into the triad, you know, triad about this and that. So, well, I'm making this short because I'm going to go and watch the Nuggets and the Lakers. So, take care. Be careful.